really feel in episode 177 times of gaming. Hello, Michael. How you doing, Andy? I didn't watch any Evangelion this week. Have you been going through some withdrawal for some horribly awkward situations? Uh, I have a follow-up to that, but I know the answer. <laughs> Somebody else can weigh in on it, JJ. What? What do you mean? <laughs> uh, this could be an anime podcast. I felt kind of... What's the right word? Lurid? After sure, watching... That, might be that That is a word. After watching Evangelion. So I uh I never watched Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood. Oh yeah. That's a okay. uh, I remember that being good compared with the old one. So people I've read some stuff on the internet to see if I really needed to watch it after having watched the two thousand three version, which was the one that came out while the manga was still going. So it kinda went its own direction about halfway through and then ended earlier. Brotherhood's longer and straight from the manga. And I guess, uh, basically people say the emotions are stronger in the first one, but the ending is better in the Brotherhood one. So I decided to give it a shot. And it's a lot, lot less <laughs> weight on my conscience. <laughs> <laughs> but today, let's get back to gaming, you guys, because I don't think I can take any more anime. Yeah, okay, that's fair. Okay. <laughs> that, that, is a, that is a thing that we used to do. Yeah, it is. Well, I guess speaking of watching things, uh, Twitch, you know, you watch games on Twitch. Yeah. Epic, you get, okay. You know how you get free games and stuff? Sometimes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now they're giving away games that give you epic game codes to go onto the epic game store with. Yeah. Is this the new thing? I I didn't know about this. I mean, it's been pretty, just like when they give away other things, right? Other stores that give away things like Hummel Bundle and some of those, they give you codes sometimes. Mm -hmm. Twitch Mm -hmm. gives you codes sometimes. Oh, I never gotten a code like that before. That was a, that was a new experience for me. Anyway. All right. Well, we started off completely on track for this podcast, as you do. It's proper. and uh, as, as we do, certainly. Sure. Yeah. Right. Let's get a hold of ourselves. Michael, JJ, this is We Were Gamers. I'm Andy. Welcome back, you guys. How was your weekends? Uh, Slash holiday. You know, it's a holiday today, kind of. Did anybody get the day off? No. It's not a holiday in no. California, and uh, anyone who says it's a holiday is wrong. I Okay. I agree with you, because for me, all that this holiday is, is the Monday after I got my property tax bill. <laughs> that sounds really unfortunate. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it is. It goes up every year. Thankfully, not by a whole bunch, but man... <laughs> It's not a surprise, but it sent me into another uh, homeowner's minute over the weekend where I decided if I'm going to pay this property tax, I'm going to do some housework. (laughs) (laughs) Feel like you earned it. Yeah, right? Uh, Do you guys know anything about barn doors? Yeah. Yeah. We we thought about getting them in our house in several places. Sell Sell me on installing or not installing a barn door. I can't install them anywhere in my house because they don't fit. Uh, wait, what? So, you know, I mean, the, I, so let's explain what it is for the people. Okay. Uh, it's a door, right? <laughs> but it hangs, instead of uh, having a hinge, like a normal door, it hangs from a track above the the top of the door, right? But not in the wall like a pocket door. No, 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 no. sticking it, out like a curtain rod. Yes, and then it slides back and forth on the curtain rod to either close up the entryway or exit way or open it, right? Correct. The idea for this is that, oh, well, it like you get full access to the whole space of it in the case of a closet or for a door. You know, it gives it kind of a, uh, a more modern look and you don't have to have the door swinging in and out of that area. 
or in our case, a hallway where if you open the door, then the whole hallway is inaccessible. Exactly. Yes. And so, you know, those kinds of things are why it is useful. Uh, the problem in at least uh, my house, at least the places we considered adding them, is that if you want to add it, you need to have a bunch of space to the side of the thing that you want it to be on so that the door can get over there. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, and if you don't have that, the door is completely pointless. I see. So At which point then, you know, a pocket door or regular sliding doors are, are more helpful. Can't add a new ride if you don't have space for the track. Right. It's like, you know, oh, okay, you could you could put a, a door here, but it wouldn't be able to go all the way over to the side, in which case then you have a little bit hanging over the edge and it's the same as a regular sliding door or something that collapses, right? Mm-hmm. Gotcha. This was the issue you ran into? Yeah, we, I think they look all right. Like, I don't have any issue with how they look. I just, there wasn't space for them gotcha. in the places we thought they would be helpful. We may have the already... Places de- we wanted to have them, you can put them. We may have already demolished the doorway and then thought later, hmm, I wonder if it will fit. Ah, <laughs> uh, hmm. Ah, uh, hmm, is correct. <laughs> yeah, although I think that for your purposes, Andy, for that for that space that the barn door is kind of the only choice if you want to put a door unless you wanted to go pocket doors i really it should be right i mean yeah the taking up a whole hallway with a three-foot door not the answer so yeah we're gonna do something else even if the barn door doesn't fit there but yeah it feels good to get this podcast back to the homeowners minute ah <laughs> <sighs> Leveling up with house chores. I was joking a little bit earlier. I can stand a little bit more anime. Uh, JJ. Yes. Brotherhood was not the only thing that I watched. And Michael, it shouldn't be the only thing. Evangelion should not be the end of your anime adventure. Yeah, there's like more fun to watch anime. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. And to cleanse our palates, uh, JJ and I watched something called One Punch Man. Okay, I've I've seen it on the Netflix. Okay. That show. Andrew, thank you for cluing me into this. By the way, I had heard of this show before, <laughs> and I always kind of passed it over because I've watched a lot of shows that look like this show. And I was like, oh, okay, like I know what this is, and I don't need to see this. I was wrong. It's the mental trap they put you in. Because I- they're trying to make you think about shows that look like this. Mm-hmm. So the point of One Punch Man, I guess, for people out there with a non-spoiler exp- explanation. I mean, the title. Yes. <laughs> the man punches his enemies one time and he wins. Sounds a little OP. Continue. That's it. Okay. Yeah, that's the that's the premise. <laughs> well, I'm sold. How bored if if your entire life's dream was to be a hero, would you be if you couldn't find anyone to fight? Oh, uh, it's even there's literally no challenge in it. And it's even worse than that because he like didn't tr- he just started training to become a hero one day after he lost his job. <laughs> yes. And this is in the first episode, so I'm not like spoiling anything here. And, like, you know, he just, like, does workouts and stuff, and then all of a sudden is, like, unbelievably powerful. <laughs> the point of, of all of it and why it's so ridiculous is it's a major satire on anime conventions in general. Okay. Uh, specifically tropes, shows... Not, tropes, not... Uh, tropes, yeah. Yeah, conventions, yeah. tropes, all that stuff. I, I, I'm just saying you you don't mean, like, conventions... Oh, yeah, okay, to, yes. It's yeah. not making fun of Anime Expo. Not cons. Not, yes. Not cons. Uh, convention is meaning, yes, uh, stylized choices, things like Dragon Ball Z, where he'll have enemies that power up forever, right? <laughs> and he'll yes. know that there's no point and <laughs> go back to his apartment, wait for the guy to power up and come back. <laughs> uh, Our level over 9,000. Yeah. But the whole industry in general, including like the the sensei motif and the much like evangelion uh there's a scene in there where they try to explain why he's so strong 
without really explaining it like they they have the like oh there's a demon blah blah and then they never go back to it <laughs> you know <laughs> the house of evolution yes the house oh man the house of evolution that would be a spoiler if we get too far uh, into that we're not going to talk about what it is but it, it is some of the the deadpanness way they play and actually to be all the way clear i liked almost everything about this show it had a fun theme song not as good as as Evangelion. I very good. I stand, I stand on this hill in direct line of fire with all of you, and plant my flag that says One Punch Man's music is better than Evangelion's. Oh, it's a certain. If you like rock, this has a lot of like One Punch kind of like the rock music the first line of the thing is a guy literally just screaming one punch at the top of his lungs i can it depends on the type of music you're into sure i can hear the squealing guitar solo underneath that uh yes yes Yes, you can (laughs) oh man but it's like a a shot in the arm that i think that that industry needed and that i needed especially after uh evangelion anyway anyone that likes anime or liked the episodes of that show that we did those shows that we did watching what some claim to be quintessential viewing uh i would argue needs to watch one punch jj strong opinion not strong opinion oh i had a great time watching it all right i don't i don't know that it's like required viewing uh, especially since I feel like if it's not as good if you haven't seen other like shonen type shows like that. If you sure. haven't seen like Dragon Ball Z, Naruto, you haven't, Naruto, that kind of stuff. Uh, if you don't know what those things are about, you don't get how great this is. <laughs> <laughs> but I will comment that I think the animation and stuff in this is actually really, really top notch. It's fantastic. It's, yeah, there's cannot scenes, be said of a lot of anime. In there's scenes cases. towards the end where they have a lot going on and it is all well animated and they have a lot of different body types and things that are happening at the same time on the screen. And You're right. A probably... ton of stuff for like one off pointless jokes, which oh, yeah. is very appreciated. <laughs> yes. yes. They, yes. They, and you know, in 12, how many episodes it was? 12 episodes. I think not one, one of those was the typical thing where an episode eight, you get the cheap animation while the main team caught up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was always good. Yeah, I no think, recap episode. I think if you're into anime, you have to watch this. I don't know. If you're only into the... Uh, what do they call those? The uh, club... What are the, the... The men club move animes? Like the school... You know, that type of stuff. Uh, you're talking about like the school life type stuff? Yeah, or the ones with like the the, the men's clubs or whatever. That like romance anime stuff oh yeah sure Mm -hmm. there's a whole subgenre of that that i know nothing about and i'm not trying to knock by saying i haven't watched it or anything um because i'm sure there's plenty of it that's extremely good Uh, otherwise it wouldn't have a following like it does i just don't that's probably the one genre of anime this doesn't touch really but uh fantastic anyway yeah it's good it's very good People, if you like that, it's on Netflix. Go watch it. It's so good. Uh, Andrew, I'm going to disappoint you right now. No. Uh, but sorry. Uh, there's a second season of One Punch Man out there. Not on Netflix, I'm assuming. Not on Netflix. Okay. Uh, also, unfortunately for both you and I, it apparently was very bad. Oh, no. They changed animation studios. The animation quality went way oh, down. No. Uh, there was a whole bunch right, of like... Well. It was you know what? So let's pretend it so doesn't exist. I choose. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I choose to pretend it ended because, frankly, it could have at the end of this. Yeah. Um. There is a. By the way, it comes from a manga, so it's not. It wasn't anime first, uh, and it was an online manga that was free. So you can still go find that too, and someone has translated it, and it's totally kosher. Uh, to look for it on the internet. I think straight yeah, up might, might be put out there by like Shonen or one of those companies. My understanding is that the uh, 
uh, the show, at least the first season of the show, follows very closely with the manga. I don't know about the other season, but it, there's more manga that keeps going after yeah. where the show ended. I read the first six issues of the manga, and it was, it was shot for shot. Like, literally shot for shot. Done. Rad. Yeah. Um, there's a also a redrawn version of it to match the Shonen-style show. So, there's a lot of One Punch mm. Man out there, and a oh, lot of it is available very easily. Anyway. Man, before we get back on track with games, today was a busy day with one more thing that we should probably talk about on this show. Okay. Disney? So much. I can't yeah. even... I'm, I'm not on, on top of this enough. November 12th, Disney is launching their Disney Plus service, which I think many people were right to be skeptical was like why why disney six dollars a month extra f- on top of all my services etc etc uh some some heavy fans of disney let's say mutual friends of of the pod uh expressed concern that things like the disney vault would reappear on streaming or they wouldn't have much to start with um michael you have your heart on in the pulse of this yeah disney definitely opened up the content fire hose today and spent two and a half hours tweeting out one by one in chronological order every title that is going to drop at launch movie title or movies and shows everything oh my god it was like one picture and a title and usually like the year and there's both series and movies and just, yeah. just In like, chronological yeah. order, starting from when? Uh, starting from the 40s, I think 1940. Okay. Right, uh, right I mean, it's been the first. I think it starts with Snow White, right? Um, Snow White is 39. Yeah, then maybe that, maybe Snow White was first. Do and we, then. Do we get some classic Mickey 40s stuff in there? And then. Not clear. Oh. Uh, if it's there, they don't call it out. Like in those shorts and stuff that came out back in that time, aren't listed here. Or if they were, I didn't see them. Okay. Um. So like, I don't see Steamboat Willie on here. You know. Oh. Um, I want to know if we're it's see possible those... they have like rolled that into like a clip thing or something, and that will be there, but in some other form, just not listed. You'd in this. think that would make its a mark on a separate. I I wonder some of that older stuff if they're going to try and retouch it before they put it on a service like this where it streams in 4K. I know Maybe. I mean, it's hard to retouch something from that long ago because the film is what it is and it's not and like, that high definition. Yeah, and like touching it potentially destroys the original. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. So, maybe, maybe not. I hope that they come through with speed since we're in this time zone with some of those old army uh, videos that he did for like Donald duck telling people to keep oh, their yeah, mouth shut he, when they get off the switched, boat. When he switched to do doing war propaganda. Uh, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and guess Disney doesn't want those out there. And so <laughs> probably not. So there's I mean, some it's very, history. It's there, dude. There is some problematic stuff in those. They yeah, uh, they I, have a section devoted to it at the Walt Disney uh, history family history museum in I didn't Golden say, Gate Park. I didn't say what they said about the Japanese was a good thing. I just saying it's a part of history that's kind mm-hmm. of important and cool. And I'm sure they want it in a museum where it can be in context, not on a streaming service where people can post it on Twitter. Yeah, fair point. Fair point. All right. Can, Andrew, can you turn the fire hose down to like a garden hose for me to uh, process uh, what has happened here? Because I had no time to look at this stream of, of ideas. Andrew, we're going to play a game right now. Okay. I have combed through this entire list. Michael, you're free to chime in, but I suspect you read the list more closely than Andrew did. And so we'll probably know several of these answers. Yeah. Okay. I have to know before you start this, are any of the Davy Crockett movies going to make it? Speaking of they- problematic... There are multiple Davy Crockett movies on okay, this list. Okay, those movies are problematic. Uh, yeah, I'm sure some of the older movies aren't great. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. I, what's, okay, what's the game? I have also thrown in here fake names and names of other things that <laughs> exist but aren't actually coming to Disney+. Plus. 
you're going to tell me true or false. Is it coming? Yes or no. Right. I guess so, not true or false then. Just so yes. Yes. No. It's on plus or no, it's not on plus. Yes. At launch. At, uh, this whole list is only stuff on day one. Okay. So there may be so more it, stuff, but th- they didn't fire hose stuff. That's not day one. Yeah. Correct. All right. This all right. Is only day one. All right. Let me get my headphones settled. I want to play this game to my maximum ability. Go for it. All right. Our first one is called The Reluctant Dragon. Uh, tr- yes, true. That's correct. That's a real movie from uh, the 50s, apparently. Is that a... I think it's a precursor to Pete the Dragon. No clue. I've never heard of it. Okay. The vast majority of these I have nothing to I say thought- about because I've <laughs> never heard of them. <laughs> I thought the vast majority was the ti- the next title. <laughs> oh, like, what? Uh, no, we're not there yet. Okay. Uh, the van- the Vanishing Prairie, though, is the next one. The Vanishing Prairie. Sure, yeah. That sounds right. That's true. And apparently, uh, it's from the middle 50s. Apparently, they won something for this. It was like a very popular nature documentary. Mm. Is uh, Old Yeller going to be on there? Uh, I didn't look for Old Yeller specifically. I don't know when it came out, so it's hard to search this list. That would be around uh, any time prairie stuff. Okay. It Ooh, is. Sweet. 57. All right. How old go. should my children be, do you think? Ooh. You know? You Ooh. know? They're going to see it on that service, and that dog's going to be there. I'm just saying. Get them used to it. I'm just saying. Oof. It was sad for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, sticking with the nature theme, the African lion. That sounds right also. That exists and is coming uh, to Disney+. Plus. I think, is that um, one of their Nat Geo titles? No clue. Okay. It's yeah, from I, know, the, I know nothing about most of these. That one is from the 50s as well. So oh, might, you're going chronologically did. too. Got it. Okay. Uh, not did, always, but all right. yes. All right. When did Nat Geo start doing stuff? Oh, not was it that till, early? No, yeah, I don't think so. I know Time and Nat Geo. National Geographic might be that old, actually. Yeah, National Geographic might be, but I don't know when they started doing films. Like, I don't movies. know when they did films, but Disney did nature films back in the fifties. Yes. Um, yes. So I don't Such know. Such as the African Lion and sure. the Vanishing Fairy. Yes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> All right. Uh, Zorro Returns. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Sure. Zorro is a movie, for real. Zorro Returns uh, is probably also a movie. Uh, yes. It may be, but it's not coming to Disney+. Plus. The oh. movie that's coming to Disney+, Plus is The Sign of Zorro. Oh, okay. And then there's also The Son of Zorro. Uh, there may be more Zorros. The only not one coming Zorro to Disney+. Plus All right. Well, that was a pretty good fake there, buddy. That's a good one. Uh... Candle shoe. Yes. Yep. Apparently, that's a real movie. I've <laughs> never heard of this. I had not heard of that one either. Too weird for you to think up on your own. <laughs> you know, you are grading here on a curve. That's not fair. <laughs> that I'm. I know. I know the the tester. Kitty cat pals. No. That's correct. It's puppy dog pals. Oh, well, yeah, I would know that one. You couldn't give me that. <laughs> oh, you got it right, though. So, you're, okay. you know, you're still good. Uh, Herbie Goes to Paris. Ooh, dude. that's I know that there are Herbie movies. Was there one where he went to Paris, though? Great oh. question. That's why I'm asking. I like that love. <laughs> the original Love Bug's a good movie. There are a number of Herbie movies coming here. Yes. Um, at least four that I saw. Goes Including some of the more modern ones. I'm not going to spend much time on this because people probably don't care. Uh, no. That's correct. It's Herbie Goes to Monte Carlo. I Okay. All right. Good for him. Monte Carlo has a good race. He probably runs in and falls the apart. Million- yeah. I mean, hey. Uh, the Millionaire Cat. Sure. That sounds dumb. <laughs> no, it's dumber. The actual... Uh, title is called The Million Dollar Duck. <laughs> what year was this name? I don't know. I don't have the years written oh, down. Oh, so. that's a good uh, one. Find that one. Oh, that's too I good. I'm going to have to watch that one. That's uh, a good one. one. Alright. Uh, the, adve- uh, the Adventures... 71. 
71. Oh, man, that's probably really good. There's a couple more just, like, really stupid ones that you'll know that are obviously fake be- or obviously real because They're just I too can't silly. make this up. Uh-huh. Mr. Boogity. Sure. B-O-O-G-E-D-Y, apparently. It's apparently uh-huh. a real movie. That sounds uh, right. Al- also, Fuzz Bucket. I've heard of that. I don't know what it is, but I've heard Fuzz Bucket before as a curse word. Yeah. Those okay. were the those are the same year actually, 86. They're terrible looking. The <laughs> pictures are just unbelievable. I can't imagine that this was made. Disney made um I mean I'm not going to finish that sentence cuz people <laughs> throw a list of 80s films at me that I don't know of that are good. Uh yeah, so there's a whole bunch of weird stuff. I like other stuff I picked out of here, The Adventures of Bullwhip Griffin, apparently a real movie. <laughs> nice. Uh a whole bunch of just weird stuff. Are those uh, outer space? Are those race to which mountain movies coming? The original ones before The Rock? Not that The Rock ones were bad, just the ones that I watched as a kid. Yes, there are like some of those. I think, yeah, at least the first one, the original. Cool. Uh, Darby O'Gill and the Little People is on here, which is rad. I remember that. Yeah, I've seen that movie. Like, yep, me too. Yeah, young Sean Connery. Beautiful. Uh, there's a whole bunch of just like weird stuff in here, including a bunch of the animated movies, of course. Um, okay. But man, there's a bunch of weird stuff. In them. <laughs> like Disney made a lot of weird movies, maybe that didn't hit that well. <laughs> yeah. So with Star Wars getting a, they it sounds like they clarified what's coming and what for Star Wars, which is part of their Fox regimen. Any clarification on the rest of Fox and where it's going? Not that I know. I The only thing I saw today was this just giant list of things. And then people asking for stuff that wasn't on the list. <laughs> of course. It, that that was one of the more interesting parts of today was seeing, you know, they posted this giant list on Twitter, seeing the things that people picked out, like the deep pulls that people got really excited about. Oh, man. I'm going to have to go back through this thread. Well, I'm excited that this hit. I I was worried the service was going to roll out stuff like, here's four recent films and four old films a week for a long time. And you're kind of like, maybe one of those is interesting, you know, but hitting people with a lot of content is a good way to go, especially for the amount of money they're charging. Oh, yeah. I will say that I'm not actually interested in watching the gigantic majority of these, but you know, that's fine, right? Sure. Sure. That's fine. It's not for every movie is not for me. Right? Exactly. And, and I think like I don't think it's reasonable for any person to try, to try to watch even the majority of this stuff, especially it's like there's a lot of t- as you get uh newer, there's a bunch of like cartoon shows, a lot of the old t- uh Disney cartoons and TV shows and stuff are on there. Duck and Tales. then it just becomes like I didn't see DuckTales. Darkwing Duck and Gargoyles are both on there though. Tailspin? Uh, yes. I feel like I saw Tailspin. I wonder if DuckTales will get held out because it's on XD. Mm. No, uh, DuckTales the movie is on there. I did see that, yeah. I wonder what mm-hmm. the play is going to be between their stuff that's still on television. Hmm. Hmm. Well, so, I mean, do you mean the old DuckTales show or the new one? Yes, the old one, but I think the old one also... St- streams through their XD service because of the new one being on there. Ah. Uh, don't know well, how you that can, works. And then I also wonder, like, most of their animated movies are on here, but not all of them, I think. Pixar? There is a fair amount of Pixar. But it's okay. not everything, right? No, it's not everything. And they did say there are some, like, there are some, like, notable Marvel omissions and stuff, uh, but they said those are coming. But they're not. This is the day one list. Yeah. Sure. So it's just it's just a subset of Marvel to start. Um, you know, a lot of stuff. If they're going to stream all this stuff in 4K, might need slight either retouch, especially like Marvel movies from 2009 or whatever. Might need slight retouching or like titles and subtitles and sequences re-rendered to get to higher resolutions. They would have all that stuff, but it would take some time. I think it's more like some of those are engaged elsewhere currently, and Disney has not pulled them from that service yet. Oh, okay. So, like, 
a Netflix situation where it's still on Netflix. Or, you know, whatever other TV station yeah. owns the right to sure. stream it or whatever. Right. Yeah. 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 In, in terms of the Marvel stuff, I was a little surprised to see that there are actually more uh, series and old school Marvel movies on launch than new stuff. If like, you are excited about that old Spider-Man cartoon where the two Spider-Mans point at each other, <laughs> you are in luck. What about the Lou Frigno Hulk? The series from the 90s? Yeah. Yep, that's on there. <sighs> so good. Yeah, and they have a bunch of like the, the old uh like Avengers animated shows, a bunch of the old animated Spider-Man shows. Like weird, like apparently there were a bunch of old Iron Man uh, cartoons. Yeah, those are all on there. Also, wonderful. Uh, both X Men and X Men Evolution. That original X Men cartoon is still really great. It is. Yeah, I don't think. I mean, X Men Evolution is really good too. It gets into a little bit of like high school drama later on in its run. Hmm. But I never really watched it, so I don't have real. Yeah, that original X Men cartoons hard to beat. <laughs> so classic. All right, we can't spend so, all day on Disney. I mean, we could spend all day on Disney. <laughs> I think. Yeah, I was just going to ask JJ, did you have a something that popped up on the list as a as a? I'll actually watch that. That you had something you'd forgotten about. Um. As I was going through it, there were a bunch of like, oh, I remember watching this movie on TV with my parents and stuff mm -hmm. like that. Uh, like Darby O'Gill being one of those or um, like Swiss Family Robinson and, and oh. stuff like that. Oh, my um, gosh. Wow. That's on there, too. The Swiss Family yeah. Robinson and stuff. Uh, yeah. There are two instances of it on there. The remake. What? Yeah. The, the remake one and the original. Yeah. What about Robinson Crusoe? I believe there is a Robinson Crusoe on there, but I don't know which one, as I believe that's also been remade multiple times. Hmm. I wonder if it's the Robinson Crusoe with uh, Dick Van Dyke. That's the one that I want to see. The stuff that... I, oh, uh, Muppet Christmas Carol is on there, which I think is great, and I love that movie to death. Yeah. <laughs> um, there... Uh, there is, like, a few weird omissions, though. Like, I think the mickey's christmas carol is missing that's on netflix maybe that's held out because of that uh interesting yeah. okay but yeah i think it's funny that it's launching just after halloween and there's like a bunch of good halloween movies on there Bummer. you can still watch halloween movies all the way up to thanksgiving at least that's the rule my kids have enforced on me <laughs> okay then <laughs> We may have to listen to the, the, uh, oh man, Tim Burton. Oh my God. Nightmare, Nightmare, Nightmare Before, Before Christmas. Christmas. I know because they call it Jack Skeleton over nice. and over again. So that's the thing that's stuck in my head. But that goes from Halloween all the way to Christmas. And I can't get it turned off. That's an exception yeah, no. though. But I'm talking about like silly movies like Hocus Pocus and some of those other like yeah. old uh, Halloween movies. Yeah, people are going to want to watch them. Doesn't really matter when they come out. Yeah, fair. Because once you know when they hit the ser the service for the first time, they'll get people to watch them, and then it won't matter that they're on the service until next year. Anyway, okay, we really can't do this any longer. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Put it to bed. Uh, should we keep talking about watching things? <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're gonna. Yeah. All right. I did the thing that the kids do. Watched somebody play a game from start to finish because I couldn't bring myself to buy it. A, uh, a okay. let's play, I believe, is what you're referring to. Or a it, long play, depending on... I, it's probably... It's a two and a half hours. Whatever category that ends up being, I don't really care. <laughs> Call it what you want. <laughs> How was it presented? It was a Twitch stream. Okay. Have you heard of Untitled Goose Game? Yes. Yes. Have you seen the memes from Untitled Goose Game? 
Oh, there are so many. They're pretty good. I liked the one of him stealing the Master Sword. <laughs> the, the, the premise of this game is you play as a goose. Your controls are grabbing things, honking, and flapping your wings and running. That's yep. it. You basically, uh, I've heard of the game described as Goose Hitman. <laughs> Based um, on your description of the new Hitman series, it seems very similar. You do not have to sneak around. Uh, uh, that's not true. Well, some you cases you, you do, do have to sneak, sneak around. around sometimes. That's true. Yeah, because some shop owners do not want geese in their shops. Gee, who can say why? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it has to do with the fact that you just pull everything off the shelves and break them. Anyway, you get a gigantic checklist. I don't know who gives you the checklist. The game. Uh, I know, but how does a goose read a piece of paper and then cross it Bro, off? Bro, you're thinking too hard about a goose game. <laughs> the game was 20 bucks when it came out, I think, on uh, Epic Store exclusive on PC or Switch. I don't think it's on any other platforms yet, but soon. Uh, and I couldn't, without watching it, bring myself, despite the memes, pay that much money right up front, you know? For something that's... I, I don't want to say it's undervalued, because after watching it, I don't think that it is at full price un, over overvalued, you know what I mean? Like, it's a good way to spend money. It was very fun to watch, but, you know, this show's about finding values, right? Sometimes. Okay. Uh, so, I watched a, a dude play this whole game, and it, while... I would I enjoyed doing it for this. I definitely would not do it for long form things like Breath of the Wild or something like that. No thank you. Right? Where oh, it's a fetch quest that has no bearing on the main game would be really boring. <laughs> I think the thing about the goose game is that it is fun to just watch the goose cause chaos and just like sow discord. By like going into this man's vegetable yes. garden and go, taking his hat, go and grab his slippers and wash the them, <laughs> and then grabbing his turnip that he's trying to plant and then throwing it into other bush so that you can run around and steal his apples. Yes. and like just be just the biggest jerk possible. Which geese are? I mean, yeah, clearly, yes, there are geese at the park that we play at, and uh, they are angry. <laughs> I just don't show them this. What makes me laugh hardest is, can you imagine being like one of the big studios and you spent uh, five years, seven years developing a big title that comes out this year only to see it take a back seat to a game where it's, what if we just made a goose who's a jerk? I mean, the people working on this goose game have been working on it for all so years. Sure. The, yeah. the funny part is that they still couldn't come up with a name they liked better than untitled goose name. <laughs> I love the title of the game. I also love the tweet that came after this game was number one on Switch and the Epic Store, which was, we can make whatever games we want until we die. <laughs> when people were asking, oh my gosh, it's an indie game at $20, you know, they must not be making that much money back, all that sort of stuff, you know? And then, then no, no, we're fine. Don't worry. And it's <laughs> funny because the narrative pushed in the media a lot and we're going to talk about the media in a minute here by especially because the media takes talking points gaming media a lot takes talking points from big companies about like how much games are worth and all these sorts of things and how dreary it is to try and make profit in this business and all that sort of stuff and how the big companies can't survive at charging 60 bucks a game hint they don't charge 60 bucks a game. They charge about 85 since, you know, DLC. It's fun and good to watch a game like Untitled Goose Game come out and be so successful early before even a sale or something where, like, I think... What's that one um, where you... It's got the sequel Silk Song coming now. Um... Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight. That's it. Man, I must be tired today. Hollow Knight. Hollow Knight was good when it came out. Popular-ish. But well, and it had a successful Kickstarter. 
it was a yes, Kickstarter. Well, Wait, I was, what I was going to say next. It was a Kickstarter, so it was popular from that, but it was only on PC initially. It hit the Switch, and it hit a sale because it was like right around Christmas, I think, maybe, that it came out, and that game blew up. Right. Yeah, it's a it's an audience of people that had, you know, maybe didn't have gaming PCs where it had been out for like years before it came to the Switch, right? Yes. And yeah. then all of a sudden people were like, Oh, this game is great. Wow, 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 look at this new game. And it's like, this game is two years old. But you know what? There are great games that are two years old. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you so- know, getting new dollars, you know, spent on new games is tough when you have to compete with a catalog of every game that's ever existed in some cases, you know. But yeah. getting new dollars might be the model for Hollow Knight, Untitled Goose Game, all these things is they're inventive, original, small, affordable teams with with games that are priced in the right range, right? $20, while I couldn't spend it not knowing what the game was, is a dollar, now having seen the game, an amount of money that you, I could easily say you would get your enjoyment back from it. On sale or not on sale. Because there's I don't want to spoil it, but there's a new game plus version of this with some implication. There's like a weird implication at the end of the game. Why you get new game plus as a goose and you go do more stuff and wreak more havoc. Everyone just wants to be a jerk. You know, it's better to be a a jerk as a goose than if you're going to make a value judgment, maybe uh, than like a GTA title, you know? Okay. I fair. Sure. if we're, if we're ranking games where you're a jerk. <laughs> I mean, you know, you don't really... The goose is less bad than Hitman because you don't actually shoot anyone. So, sure. you know, by you default... You don't have to shoot right? anyone in Hitman. E- hmm. As far as I'm I trying to think if you that. are required to shoot anyone. I guess not. Probably not. Mm. But you end up doing it. <laughs> it's a hit man you gotta hit him you know you're not required to break every piece of glass in the shopkeeper's shop either (laughs) or terrify that poor child oh that poor kid (laughs) steal his glasses and make them buy him back from a vendor just a jerk it's a it is i watched it i was like man i would kind of really feel bad at the end of this like stealing a whole bunch of people's stuff and throwing it in a lake Oh, man. Goose Game is good and fun to watch, even if you don't want to pay the money for it, which I think you should if you're into it after you watch it. But I wanted you guys to know that that game is as good as the memes, which I'm sure okay. you had seen. Oh, yeah. They were right. I think, prolific and great. I think we actually bo- what quick segue on yeah. Goose Game. Uh, Magic the Gathering Arena. Goose, uh, goose content? released a goose content uh they <laughs> they released a new set that was all fairy tale themed kind of mother goose uh, uh and there is a card called the gilded goose and you know they were initially released and like you know it, it didn't make a sound when it came into the play it came into play but p- after the goose game got popular they updated the game to add a honk <laughs> when you play the goose um which i thought was great how well, is mtg doing Pretty good. They just released this new fairy tale set uh, called Throne of Eldraine. Uh, it's fun. I'm enjoying it so far. Do you think they're in a position? Are they set up well? Are they ready to go and get new people that might be looking for a new card game at this point? Well, I'm sure they would ha- happily welcome any new people who want to play. Do you think maybe they're getting some new card game people at this point? Uh, it certainly seems that way. Mm-hmm. I don't know where all the WoW people are going to go, but... Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah, there you go. Friends, enemies, lend me your ears. We have to talk about it, I think, for five minutes. Maybe more, depending on what you guys have to say. Are you caught up on... We recorded it on a good day. We finally hit a good patch where... News happened after we recorded, but the news wasn't over, and we got a whole week to digest it. Yeah, wow, you sure needed it on this one. Yeah. Uh, For those that have not heard on the uh, illusions that I've been making here about Blizzard 
Activision Blizzard, because I'm sure some people at Activision were probably involved in this decision at a certain point along the path. Uh, got in a little kerfuffle last week on Monday night. Was was it Monday night or was it Tuesday anyway, morning? Yeah, maybe. Some, something I don't know along what time there. Our time. Yeah, during their Grandmasters Championship in Asia, I believe. In the uh, I don't know what area it was. I believe it took place in Taiwan. Taiwan. Okay. Where their champion, a guy that is goes by the name of Blitzchung, is that I get yeah. that right? Yes. Yep. Yeah. Managed to secure a victory, and of course, at the end of all these types of things, because esports are trying to be sports, they do interviews with people, and he used the Blizzard platform to send a message about the current situation in China and Hong Kong. And I don't think we need to get too much deeper than that on that end of things, unless you guys want to. Uh, He... He made a statement in support of the protests that have been happening in Hong Kong and uh, Blizzard came down ludicrously harshly, I think, is the fair way to describe what they did. There's a handbook with a list of punishments that you can have for breaking the rules. And they literally set the dials to 11 on every punishment they had in the book, wrote them all down on a list and handed it to him. Yeah. Yeah, there is there is something to be said for being in breach of contract, which I don't think anyone disagrees that he was. The but, contract, by the way, is written very broadly. So oh, literally, sure, you, can't, you can't argue that he would be in breach because you could interpret it any darn way you You could want. be in breach of that contract if you accidentally burped during your interview. <laughs> yeah, not not joking. Be, yeah. Not joking. Yeah, if, if they want you to be, yeah. Um. So that's part of what I wanted to talk about afterwards if once we were done with maybe the incident at hand uh, to say what they did I guess uh, Blizzard initially banned him for a year from the Grandmasters effectively ending his Hearthstone career right decided to claw back all of his earnings so not just the tournament that he had won that they were broadcasting for but all the earnings previous to that that he'd won as well keep in mind that he had not cheated he had just given a statement in an interview they did not like yeah, they didn't accuse him of doing anything wrong or unfair play or anything like that yeah. he won that legitimately and then they were like actually no yeah um and then they what they took out the cat the uh, casters that were there as well yeah the two casters uh doing the interview were also banned for a year yeah. Which effectively ends their casting career as well. Yep. Yeah. Sounds like the nuclear option, which it probably was. And uh, then they went radio silent after announcing that he had broken the contract, clipping the little thing in the handbook that says, Blizzard decides you're outside the zone here, and so you're fired. Uh, you signed this contract. And then they went they radio silent. They didn't go completely silent, though, because they made a post on Chinese social media defending what they did. Oof. And this was, like, very shortly after it happened, like, maybe a day or whatever. I missed this. Basically saying, like, oh, uh, yeah, in Chinese, on uh, Chinese social media named uh, Weibao, which I know nothing about um, and have never used, but I don't speak Chinese, so that makes sense. Uh, and it was a, an official account um, of the Hearthstone game. Now, I don't know who controls it, if it's Activision Blizzard or the Chinese company they partner with in China. But uh, basically it said, you know, we will, you know, we didn't, we don't agree with this speech or this incident. We will protect the dignity of Chinese uh, national honor or something to that effect. And just like a really, really weird thing to say as a corporation, right? Um, Depending on who's running the account there. Yeah, of course, right? But, you know, it's still an official communication from the makers of the game, whoever that, you know, ran the account. Okay. And then, and then it's radio silence for the majority of a week. While the internet uh, takes over, you can go read a lot of people's statements about it. I don't think we are in a position to need to may have an opinion other than what the company did. Uh, but one of the best ones out there that you maybe some people could read would be Kibler's right opinion on on why he decided. He couldn't work with Blizzard in the future. And it wasn't about 
anything about the statements or even about the situation in Hong Kong, but more about Blizzard's culture and what they chose to do. Yeah, and I, he is a clearly a very level-headed person. Uh, again, he posted this uh, on his website and uh, publicly on Twitter, so people can go read that. Uh, and he basically said, you know, I, until something changes, uh, I don't want to be the smiling face promoting this kind of action by a company. Yeah. So, Friday they come back and they say, well, we've thought about it, and he broke the rules. We're not sorry, but we'll reduce the ban and give him some of his money back. Is that about a good paraphrasing of the statement? Yeah. Yep. I th- it was much longer than that, and they had many quotes for many different things that was literally them quoting themselves, and I don't find that to be... Helpful. It was it was an attempt for them to like it felt like it was written in a case for like someone gave it like your eighth grade literature teacher gave you a topic sentence and you then had to write an essay starting with that topic. It felt like someone started there. And that's why those quotes kept going back to all these, mm-hmm. you know, every every paragraph then would start with the sentence and yeah. then, you know, supporting ideas and those topics. closing sentence relating yeah. back. Yeah. And it was just like. Uh, it, very clearly the most like corporate PR speak that had been run through like eight to ten different people all involved in writing it. Two problems there. One was they used the thing that people had been saying they disagreed with the way the company did stuff because they had core values. Uh, the people were protesting outside their giant statue of an orc that has their core values like every voice matters, think globally. And so those were the topic sentences you're talking about. And you can see those on that letter if you go look it up. <laughs> and the second problem being, in all sincerity, we think these are things that are very important. And that's why we waited till 530 on a Friday to send out a public letter. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Also, if you guys believe that, I have this bridge. And I could really get rid of it if you wanted to buy it from me, you know. Yeah, beachfront property in Oklahoma. uh Uh-huh. And they also said that it's not about what he said, but it is that he said anything. And we don't want our platforms to be... uh, We don't want our esports platform to be used for things not about the game. I'm paraphrasing there. They didn't phrase it exactly that way. but That's fine. That is... They are allowed to do that, right? It's their platform. They can dictate what you can say on it. I don't have a problem with that. However... (laughs) I don't know that I believe them when they say it wasn't about what he said. Right. I suspect that if he had chosen to express a different political opinion, he would not have been potentially not banned at all, or their sentence would have been like, now please don't do this again. This is a warning, right? Like if he'd gone to bat for, say, a small nation in Africa as opposed to... Or, yeah, like a, a pro-democracy protest in South America, which also is happening now. Or, you know, yeah. something ridiculous, like a speech about being pro-Somali pirate. Hey, that's a political position a someone political could position. have. Yeah, but yeah. do you think he'd have been banned for a year? Or would people have yeah. laughed it off? Probably not. Right. And so then, then once you see that, right, then the rest of the statement rings hollow. And you're just like, well, okay, you're just saying stuff here. And, you know, I don't... We're getting into my personal opinion here. Um, but, you know, then it's like, well, okay, like, of course they can regulate the speech on their own platform, right? If they don't want people to use their their streams for political grandstanding or whatever, I think that's perfectly fine. Yeah. However, don't then turn around and say, well, we don't care which political opinion it is. <laughs> <laughs> when you absolutely do, right? Or when... Uh, your core values and things you've talked about at your conventions would directly contradict the thing, the things that you are now touting. Right. Right. Like those of us that grew up on Battle.net forums, they were unpoliced. Largely. Largely, you know, and that's still kind of true-ish to this day. A lot of stuff flies. Anyway, I don't think we need to get too into the nitty gritty on it, but 
it certainly left a foul taste for a lot of people. And I think that the media around it is solid. If you look around for Vice and all these other ones, you know, there's a lot of good reporting on what the employees feel. I wanted to talk about it because I think that there's two important things. One that we've said on this podcast a million times. Every time we talk about net neutrality, I say it and I'll say it again. Corporations are not your friend. (laughs) Yep. No matter how many times you watch a presentation and they say, we are family. Remember that a family is something that can be marketed (laughs) on both ends. In a lot of cases, uh, you could say that them saying we are a family is a way for them to get... It's marketing to the people who already work there to get them to work harder and perhaps accept lower pay because you would do it for the family. Corporations are not your friend. You work for them. You buy things from them. You don't live with them. No matter and, how you know, many games you've played by them and how much you love them, I own I- almost every Blizzard game or maybe even every Blizzard game that's ever been released. It doesn't mean I don't like their games. And I think it's fair to distinguish between the corporation itself and the people there, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Yeah. And I, I'm sure the people there are ge- are generally wonderful people. There may Even, be a couple people that aren't great, but I'm sure most of them, you know the what? vast majority, are wonderful, normal, nice people who maybe don't even agree with the actions the company as a whole are taking. You, you're making a fantastic point. And even the people sometimes that make those decisions don't agree with them. Yes. They have to they yeah. have to make decisions that if you're a CEO won't get you fired by the board because you didn't make the best decision for the company, right? Public companies are run by the value of a dollar. Yes. That's the end of it. Collectively, the company is not a person or Correct. well, you know, legally defined whatever. Anyway, but collectively, you know, the company does not have values like people do. Publicly the company, traded companies, the company, yeah. uh, even privately held ones. Well, a lot of yeah. most most privately held ones, right? If the ones profitable. that want to make money, <laughs> uh, because they want to make money, right? And right. so you know, it doesn't always. Maybe sometimes it does make money, but you know, it doesn't always make money to come down on the right side of things morally. Um, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. It, it, It doesn't surprise me that something like this blew up this year in the wake of Diablo Immortal and everyone that ran that company and built it into what it is being gone for the first full year, finally. Now, the Bobby Kotick and the, you know, I don't even remember the new guy's name. That's the operator at Blizzard. That wrote uh, the that person letter. who put out this statement yeah. is attributed to Jay Allen. That's Brad. Jay Allen. That's the guy that took over for Morheim. Right. But I, obviously, he didn't write this. It's pretty clear he did not write this. But, you know, his name is on it uh, as the yeah. CEO, right? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I, I don't know that you can, like, directly draw that line that way. Uh, I think had this happened under someone else's watch or whatever, uh, there would have been a similar whiplash crackdown but perhaps the ensuing statement might have meant a little more human uh instead of this but who knows interesting the whiplash for sure i am very happy and this is gonna be a weird statement but i am very happy to be going to blizzcon this year (laughs) i was just gonna say join us next month when we cover the last blizzcon it's gonna be wild man i seriously wonder there's people online talking about setting up protests. So. Oh, man. It's going to be nuts. Oh, it's, and it's definitely going to happen. The last three years, they've cracked down on people bringing recording equipment and cameras and all sorts of stuff like that. So, Andrew, they have, they have places set out with blank cards and markers. That's true. Three to five years we've been there. The last so. three to five years, they've impl- they've implored people to make their own signs for the stream. Oh, Come no. cheer. Sit behind the StarCraft table. Make your sign. That will probably so, have been be, nixed before be we get there. Absent. There's no way that they're going to leave that out this year. So, you know, I'm just saying that, you know, people are going to find a way. Uh, and it's going to be pretty interesting to see what happens for sure. They call it 
a weekend of epic entertainment, this will be epic. I don't know about <laughs> and entertaining, but not the epic entertainment that they hope for. Maybe. Yeah, we'll see. You know, I'm I am interested, and supposedly, you know, the buzz in the gamosphere side of this is that uh, Blizzard had been planning to make a pretty big splash this year because of how badly the last one went and so there was supposedly big announcements coming this year they better Um, step it up (laughs) well but you know like uh, maybe now the people that work there are like not as excited about doing this anymore you know Mm -hmm. so it it should be very interesting yeah there have been a lot of good stories coming out about employees being unhappy um and the internal response has probably been even worse than the external one their CEO, as of last Friday, had not addressed internally the company even in that week and kept sending messages, I guess, down the pipe. Don't worry, we're going to send out a video message to all employees. Well, that never came, that sort of stuff. So there's some disarray there. And uh, being under a month from their biggest weekend of the year is going to be nuts. Yeah, I was just going to say, isn't hasn't usually the like pre-sale merch stuff started by now it starts in a week i think you can put in your code already and and it starts next week i believe okay and that, uh, that, i guess that gives them two weeks before haven't so. we normally heard bands by now i was just gonna say normally that also is announced by now and so that was the other thing yeah yeah they have a chance to distract people from this I don't particularly think a company like Blizzard or Activision or any of these people are required to let people protest on their platform. I think Oh, I mean we've seen it. a similar thing with the NFL, right? Um they run all the streams. I'm yeah. sure they air them on a delay. <laughs> they yeah. can make people leave, they can reshoot segments, you know, they can kick people out of the convention. They can not people they cannot let people into the convention. Uh, you know, a whole bunch of things that they could do. So, you know, as you know, as any other convention can do for similar reasons, right? They don't want people dressing in offensive clothing or they don't want you carrying weapons. Well, they can say that this is our thing. We don't want people coming in with protest signs. Yeah, well, they can many... make all the protest people stay out on the street rather than in the convention center or whatever. I wonder know? how many like Blitz Jung's shirts you'll see. Yeah, I don't know. It will be interesting. I can't. I can't come up with a better word than "oh my god." It'll be interesting. Yeah, I. You know, like I. We don't have personal stake in this, I guess. Um, no. So you know, that's nice. Yeah. But you know, it sh- it will be. I'm curious to see how it will go for sure. Yeah, and I want to be clear. Like we're kind of dancing around giving a huge eth- ethel- eth- eth- ethical 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 speech about what free speech is and all that sort of stuff. This is a multinational problem and a problem, not just with blizzard, but like I just mentioned, you know, the NFL and all these sorts of things of what, you know, can a corporation limit your free speech rights in this country? Can it, all that stuff is, I think beyond the purview of this show. And I think there are, well, yeah, I don't want to get into it, but there are reasons why sometimes people talk about freedom of speech and, Maybe they don't really support it the way they say they do. So yeah, I again think that's <sighs> you have to start a yeah. political podcast or something. <laughs> yeah, we're <laughs> but though so. no. Okay, I've I I I am excited though. I I want to end on a high note. BlizzCon's going to be <laughs> insane, and I'm I'm very happy about it. Yeah, I'm super. I'm. Very curious. I, w- I went from going, they're going to announce Diablo 4. It'll be a cinematic that they've rushed out the door. And that'll be about it for the year. There'll be some wild stuff, wild classic stuff, more Overwatch of the same stuff that, you know, like I, in the last week, by the way, they had a, what was it? A, a Lego Bastion skin. I got to reinstalling the game and playing my first round and thought, I just can't do it. I want this skin so bad and I just can't, I can't play this game. (laughs) But what if you spent money? No, you can't spend money to get them. It's their thing to try and keep their play numbers up. Uh, I, I couldn't do it. 
you know, you know, in six months when the skins have been around a long time, maybe they'll bring them all back as paid skins or whatever. But or uh, after they announce Overwatch two here, yeah, you think so? I don't think so. I, this isn't our Who predictions knows? podcast, but yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be amazing, man. It's gonna be amazing. All right, next week, mate. Hopefully, will be lots of games. There've been some rumblings of maybe a full episode on some tactics. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Until then. Oh man, I don't. Until then, if you want to tell us I, a goose where game, goose game, goose game, focus on find goose game the, the hottest emails. goose memes. Yes, yeah, I need Woo. goose memes. Salvage Please that one. Send them to me at podcast at webergamers dot com. Please also tweet at our account with some good goose memes because honestly, I feel like they've been dying down recently. I need more goose. The mm-hmm. goose is not loose enough. If you have a life, movie so. that wasn't on the Disney Plus list, anything but this Blizzard thing, because we don't want to really make more comments about it. If you want to yeah. just send us an email full of honks. One punch. Yeah, Tell us that, why you liked the second season so that JJ and I watch it when it hits Netflix. Uh, it's all at We Were Gamers on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram. And then uh, on our YouTube, you can find this very episode and other episodes, including our, uh, our sub pod about Star Trek, which is great. Yeah, the last episode of Discovery will be up the Friday Soon. of this podcast. Yes. So soon. I know. Discovery is good. We need to watch more Discovery, Andrew. <laughs> I know. We have a whole other season to go. And Picard coming in January. And I think we discussed a couple side episodes that we need to do. You've got a, you've got a triple short coming. Oh, yeah. The shorts was one of them. That's one of the yes. side episodes we were talking about. Might have All right. Sp- we can't. T- nope. Can't talk about it here. Okay. <laughs> well, maybe we get wet people's appetites. We could at least talk the- about how badly I want to watch that triple short. Yes, I also want to watch it very bad. I- so we need to watch up season two quick. Hurry up. <laughs> hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. All right. See you later, everyone. <laughs>